Do you ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge? Well, now you can get it at no cost or obligation. You can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over $999. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee & Associates for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. On today's show, retirement tax planning tips and mistakes to avoid that could help you keep more of what's yours. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome in, everybody. Financial Safari is the program. Kevin Frisbee is here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, Kevin is, uh, well, author of a book called Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee and Associates, among so many other things. Hey, Kevin, what's going on? Hey, Steve, how are you doing this weekend? Very, very well, thank you. And, uh, you know, we say it all the time, it's always tax time in retirement. And, and uh, boy, it's so important. And uh, one of the things I think that uh, a big misnomer is that uh, once you retire, well, taxes pretty much go away. That's a misnomer for sure. So if you look at the tax charts, and we, again, we talk taxes all the time because it's so critically important. We want to make sure we're, we're keeping in our clients' portfolios and in their pockets what they had worked hard for as much as we can. Legally, of course, but let's look at some strategies. So the assumption that people make is that their income tax rate is going to be less when they retire. Well, I can tell you right now, at the tax act that passed, that expires in 2025, but that passed in uh, 2017, made the, the margin the marginal tax bracket so large that to be a married couple in, in the state of Maine, let's say, or federally uh, for the tax charge, you have to make above above $115,000 as a married couple for, for household income before the standard deduction. And that's the top of the 12% bracket. Well, that's a pretty big margin, particularly yeah. for if you're a retiree. So I don't know very many retirees that are above $115,000 household income. There's, there's plenty of them that we have for clients, but most people are in that range of Twenty to one hundred fifteen thousand, and that's the, the that's the twelve uh, percent federal bracket. So if you're if you're working right now and putting into four hundred one k accounts or retirement accounts uh, that your employer sponsors, or if you're doing IRA contributions above and beyond that, if you're only getting a twelve percent tax break on your uh, on your income as doing the contributions, does that make sense anymore? Maybe it makes sense to do and put and do that contribution into a Roth account because if you're only going to get a twelve percent break right now and you're only gonna and you're still going to be at a twelve percent break coming out or, or rate coming out, well that's a wash and there's no there's no benefit to you tax wise to prolong paying those taxes. And you're making the assumption that tax rates are going to stay at 12% in the future, which I think that's a pretty poor assumption because I think rates are going to go higher. And I, I ask everybody that comes in, 
Do you think rates are going to be higher in the future or lower and or, or, or the same? And everybody thinks that rates are going to be higher. And I think that's going to be the case because how are we going to pay for the printing of the money that we've been doing all these past several months and several years? It's going to come from increased taxes in the future. Sure. And those taxes come from folks like you and me who, you know, work hard and save a lot and... <laughs> That's the money they're coming after. You, me, and 50% of the American people, Steve. Right. So here's the deal. 50, five, zero percent of the American people have zero saved in their retirement accounts. And 50% have been diligent enough to set some money aside and, and hopefully a, a, enough to survive your retirement. So what does that mean? That means that 50% of the American people are going to carry the weight of the other 50%. And by carrying the weight, I mean in, in terms of taxes. So when a politician gets in office, and I don't care which side you're playing on, it doesn't matter because they're going to look at that and say, we have no choice. We can't raise taxes on the money on the people that don't have any money because there's nothing to tax. They're going to have to raise taxes on the people that have the money by way of increasing taxes on their income and their retirement accounts. Hence, you have a tax problem. And the only way to get around a tax problem is look today to do the best planning you can and reduce and adjust if you need to what you're putting into contributions. If you're if you're not going to get a tax break based on the 12% uh, scenario I just laid out, we need to look at other ways to put money away for retirement. And it could be the Roth. That might be the way to do. Wow. I mean, you make so much sense there, Kevin. And and especially as we, you know, you talk about you didn't matter which side's in there. Well, all you have to do is look at the SECURE Act. That was the last bipartisan anything that happened in Congress, I think, in the last three years. Yeah, listen, I'm a conservative <laughs> guy by nature. And uh, and the deal is, again, I'm a realist as well by nature. So the, the, re the reality is exactly what I just said. Politicians aside, politics aside, the people that get in office have to look at where their tax base is and say, where are we going to get to pay for all this that we're spending right now? And it's coming from the the, the, uh, the retirement accounts. Think about this. There's about $26 to $27 trillion in uh, national debt in the United States, 26 to $27 trillion, right mm -hmm. in that range. Do you have any idea how much there is saved in in retirement accounts in the United States. Any guess on that number? Oh, I got nothing. 26 to 27 trillion. Are you kidding me? I swear to God. Oh my gosh. So in, what in does that mean world, to you? Yeah, well, I, I'm not a conspiracy guy, but let's just put that together. Now, let's say under the guise of an emergency, a national emergency for finance here in this country, and a, and a politician comes in and says, wait a minute, we can solve that emergency problem with our financial picture right now. We can take that retirement money. Not saying it's going to happen, but... but, but you know how politicians think. I they do. look at that money as theirs and and, and, the, you, and the federal government's not as yours that you've worked all your life to save. They're going to look at that potentially and say, wait a minute, we could, we could kind of rob that, give a promissory note that we're going to pay that back because we're the U.S. government and we're going to use that to pay that national debt to give us a better security as a country. Again, I'm not saying that that's going to happen or possible, but- if you get the wrong politicians in place, you got to bet that they're going to look at that $27 trillion nut sitting out there in saved retirement monies and then look at that national debt saying, hey, we got a quick solution. And I hope that never happens. <laughs> oh, but, me hey, too. Yeah, you know. <laughs> wow, that's good stuff. And uh, so, you know, we're talking about not paying, you know, mitigating taxes. In other words, we're going to pay what we owe and we do that, but we don't have to pay more than what we owe. And I think there's a misnomer again about Social Security and being taxed. It's going to get taxed. It is taxed. <laughs> it was you know, when they passed this, uh, it was never designed to be taxed, obviously. Right. And uh, of course, FDR died and all of a sudden years went, decades passed. And we got to 1983 when the Congress in 1983 passed the first tax on Social Security. Again, the re realignment, readjustment, this also, the tax on Social Security went with the fact that they were eliminating pension plans 
and and putting the I shouldn't say eliminating pension plans, but putting the uh, the wheels in motion, creating the four hundred one k plans to start down the road of eliminating pensions is, is exactly how that started, and that was with the Social Security tax come in. Nineteen ninety three, another Congress uh, voted to raise and increase the taxes on Social Security. Again, it, FDR he rolling his grave right now because right. it was it was created as a social. Uh, safety net not to be taxed. It would basically defeat the purpose of what it was created for. So the problem now is Congress is talking about changing the taxable uh, amounts of Social Security. They're talking about um, maybe doing a means-based testing of Social Security. What that means is they're going to look at your assets. It's like you go in a nursing home or you have a relative go in a nursing home and you apply for main care. You you need somebody to you know, help you pay the bill because it's not cheap, right? Eight, nine, $10,000 a month. Well, you apply for main care and all of a sudden main care comes back and says, well, we're going to pay the bill, but not until you deplete some of your assets that you already have saved up. That's a big problem. And so if you consider starting to do that with Social Security, say, hey, we're going to pay you the Social Security money. You, you paid into that program all your life, but we're going to make you because it's unfair that you've you know accumulated so much more assets than uh, somebody else that we're going to make you spend down some of your assets before we start to kick in some of that social security benefit that you rightfully have earned by paying into that system all that time. So I don't know if that's going to happen either, but it's being talked about. And I, I follow this stuff closely and I look at the, 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 the people that are talking about that and think, you know what, in Congress, I bet you're not going to, you know, do your pension by a means based if you're a multi, I mean, I'm going to get off on a tangent if I go down that rabbit hole. So sorry about that. But net taxes on Social Security, people have not figured into their budget. And now when people come in and I ask them, how much money do you need on a monthly basis to survive and, and run your household and build lifestyle into that? And they always come up with a number, 4000 5000 6000 a month, whatever that number is in your household. And then I have to remind them, you have to increase that because of taxes, because they hadn't thought about the taxes on Social Security, the income taxes on the retirement monies they're going to pull out, and all the other stuff that they might be paying taxes on. Wow. I mean, there's there are there are so many pieces to this puzzle and 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 so many moving parts that that it's so to me it's it's critical to sit down with someone like you, an independent, a fiduciary, and someone with some experience to help us weather this and to help just get us through just the the basics. It, and it drives me nuts. The people that aren't paying attention, and I, I I get the whole thing. I'm part of my job and part of my my practice is when people come in, I'm raising these questions. I want to talk about this stuff. I want people to start thinking about this stuff because if you if you're not talking about this stuff, you know, on your own or with an advisor you're working with, somebody's doing you a disservice because you're you've got these roadblocks in front of you that it could derail. Um, what you think is going to be a comfortable retirement. And, and it doesn't sound like a big deal, but it is. It ends up being a big deal because now think about it. You plan on a budget of, let's say, $5,000 a month of retirement. And you know a couple of thousand of that is coming out of your, your investments and retirement accounts. But now you need an extra thousand just to pay the income taxes. Now you're taking 3000 a month from your investments. Well, that changes the whole dynamic of how long it takes your money to run out, basically. How long your money lasts, I should say. And, and so it has to be calculated in because now if you don't calculate that in, you run a bigger risk of running out of money potentially in your retirement. But you will make those adjustments for us in our plan, right? If we have a plan with you, you know, again, you kind of anticipate what's happening and adjust accordingly. And we have to do that. We do that on an ongoing basis. We meet most of our clients every six months. Um, some clients only want to meet once a year, but whatever they, whatever we build in for, for that touch and that get the get together face to face, we readjust as we go through the course of the year. And so, yeah, that's important. I'm, first, people come in and clients come in to do a review. 
first question I ask is, how's your money situation? After we have a little fun chit-chat, how's the family and all that kind of thing, hey, let's get down to brass tacks. What do you need to start uh, to, to increase or decrease your, your, uh, your withdrawals, what you're doing with us? What do we need to look at? How's your tax rate? Have you gone over? There's a lot of dy dynamics of that review conversation that we have ongoing with our clients. You're right. All right, folks, if you want to have that conversation, now would be the time to give Kevin a call. Get on the calendar and, and have the meeting. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, don't miss this opportunity. It's such a great way to, to really get a handle and get a get a overview of where you are financially when it comes to retirement. Kevin and the team will put together a financial roadmap. They'll take a lot of complex financial world, and boy, what we've been talking about can get pretty complicated. This is your chance to get a true practical financial review. A second opinion right now is really important. 800-998-5649. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described, plus all the extras that go along with it. And then when you leave, you will find you have a roadmap. It's the guide that we talk about that can help get you to where you need to be and where you want to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. When we come back, we've got 10 expenses retirees often overlook before retirement. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. If your employer offers a match of your 401k contribution, be sure to at least contribute enough to qualify for 100% of that matching contribution. For example, an employer may offer to match 100% of your 401k contribution up to 5% of your income. Suppose your income is 100,000. 5% of that is, of course, 5,000. In this scenario, you would be giving up 5,000 a year of free money if you don't contribute to your 401k to get that match. A Roth 401k is funded with after-tax income, and this is becoming a popular option as companies begin offering them. But whichever you choose, a Roth or a traditional 401k, find out how much your employer will match and be sure you don't leave money on the table by not putting in enough to qualify for the 100% match. If your boss called you into his office and offered a tax-free raise, what would you say? No? When you ignore the company match, you are essentially turning down a tax-free raise. It's free money. 
No matter what, you need to contribute enough to get the full company match. This is the bare minimum. We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, author of Every Dime Every Day, uh, president of Frisbee & Associates. I mentioned before he's a fiduciary and independent. Well, you're an independent firm. You're a fiduciary firm. I mean, that's really important to for folks to understand. Yeah, it's really it's one of the most important things, I think, that we could bring to the table, Steve, because what that means, if you just listen to the show for the first time, as an independent firm, we represent not just one particular firm or company or investment product or, or portfolio. We can go to the market and find what's the best bang for the buck for our clients. Again, being that fiduciary, that's the responsibility we have, being a fiduciary licensed firm. So what's the best in the market to bring to our clients and then lay out the best possible plan? Sure. And uh, again, folks, if you want to get a head start, 800-998-5649 is the way to get that rolling. So we're talking about um, things to consider before retiring when it comes to uh, expenses. We got about 10 of them here. Hopefully we'll get to most of them. But topping that list as far as an expense that has to be dealt with before you retire, that is is healthcare, especially if you're under 65. It definitely is. And it's the elephant in the room, Steve. A lot of times people think, hey, I want to retire and I I can, I have the means, but I'm only 62 or 63 or even 58. How do I do that? So we have a healthcare specialist that, you know, everybody that comes in and and has this issue, I'm going to put you in touch with our healthcare person because they can walk you through all things healthcare and every single plan or or subsidized plan, if you income qualify for, is on the table and we'll have to look at everything potentially. So if we're building it in our budget and I'm sitting with a client saying, well, all right, we, we can retire you. This is what it looks like budget wise. We have to just make sure we build in this additional amount to pay for the healthcare coverage until you get to be 65. At 65, you can qualify for Medicare and get on a, a Medicare plan and part B you pay for. And then we have the, the advantage plans and the supplement plans and the drug plans all here at Frisbee Associates. We can lay out on a table with everything available Medicare. But what do you do until that point? We have to look at getting you some healthcare coverage. There's not a lot out there is the problem. There's a handful of choices out there. So it's trying to lay out the best cost effective thing for you. I, I can tell you right now, my own household, of course, we're, we're younger, healthier, knock on wood. There's three of us, my wife, my son, who's 20, and we pay about $650 a month for a very high deductible plan. And I picked that very high deductible plan because we're healthy people and I'm willing to take on the risk of paying $13,500, I think is our deductible, something like that. You know, to me, that's worth it paying only $650 a month versus if I got a, a good plan, I might be paying twice that, twelve dollars or $1,300 a month for the three of us. If you're up there in age and 60 or 61, 62 years old, I've seen many times with a couple, a married couple, that it's going to be $1,100, $1,200 just to get even with a high deductible, maybe five, $6,000 deductible. So you have to look at, can you do that? Is it worth it? If you're getting off work, Let's say, and you, and you, let's say, sixty-three and a half. You could potentially do Cobra for eighteen months, or if you've been fortunate enough to serve our country and been in the military for a while, maybe your Tricare. I had a, and I have a lot of military clients. Uh, particularly with Lance Gilman in the mix. He's a military retired guy himself, retired lieutenant colonel. So we have a lot of military people that are attracted to come to us to talk because we can talk through all those benefits. We'll ask, hey, you on TRICARE if you're in the military? And and what does that mean? A lot of times that's a big out and a benefit that allows people to retire pre-65 without having to worry to get on Medicare. Right. 800-998-5649. So sticking with the healthcare, you know, one of the things, and I know, you know, years ago, the long-term care insurance was something, but it, it, the the insurance industry as a whole has responded to long-term care in, in, in ways that I never thought possible. This is another elephant in the room using that term. 
um, when I lay out a plan on a board and all my clients will listen to the show, you know exactly what I'm going to uh, explain right now. So we look at budget needs, Steve. We look at fixed incomes, maybe social security, mainstay retirement. We look at when somebody passes away, how much budget additional money do we need? And then we look at money. And there's, uh, I, I call it family feud. The four top answers on the board, why it's important when we build a plan, they're only taking 6% a year in withdrawals because that way we're only taking the interest in a very conservative account. We can do that if we build this right. And the four top reasons why I think it's critically important not to touch the principle of an investment. Here's the example. Somebody comes in and they got $600,000. 6% of that is $36,000 a year, $3,000 a month. You should be able to safely do that and never touch the 600000 So the four top answers on the board to not touch the 600000 in my view of importance is assuming you're married or have a partner when a spouse passes away. The surviving spouse has that additional money to be able to supplement the lost income. Number two reason is this right here, future healthcare costs. And I am not talking about Medicare costs. I'm talking about the potential for a nursing home or an assisted living type of event. And it's not cheap. It's eight, nine, ten thousand dollars a month. Wow. How do you pay for that? If you've got six hundred thousand saved that you never have to touch the principal of, you might be self-insuring and never have any long-term care insurance in place. By the way, I'm not a fan of traditional long-term care insurance, like you just uh, mentioned, Steve. The insurance industry has come to the table to create a life insurance slash long-term care product that if you never need long-term care, which has got that ability to pay for long-term care expenses, it'll pay a death benefit tax free to your beneficiaries. So you, you're going to buy a policy that you're going to get something out of it. How, how about the insurance company also is coming to the table with an indexed annuity that has a doubler for the income for the amount you put into the account. So this could be a way to take retirement monies and roll it into an IRA with one of these annuity companies, and they will double your income and whatever the amount is that you have in the account to help pay for long-term care. Example, you throw a couple hundred thousand and there's a rollover. And then let's say 10 or 15 years from now, that, that account's worth 500,000. Well, you potentially could have a bucket of money of a million dollars to be able to utilize to help pay a long-term care cost instead of self-insuring, you're, you're leaning on the insurance company. So I'm just, there's a lot out there that we can talk about and bring to the table if, if that's a potential concern for you. Well, I think that's a concern for a lot of people and and just knowing that that exists, you know, it's going to help people sleep a little better and to come in and have the conversation, that's even more important. And, and we're talking about things to keep in mind before you retire and, and expenses. Boy, the, the first two are major. We talk about retirement account taxes. We've kind of touched on that, but we haven't really touched on RMDs, but but that certainly is something to, to consider. Yeah. So we, we talked in the, in the last segment, obviously, about uh, taxes on retirement accounts and Social Security taxes. Mm -hmm. And so the RMDs, here's a big deal. Required minimum distributions for 2020, they're waived. They, they, they're not forcing you to take them. You can still take them if you want to, but you're not forced to. But people get themselves in a pickle sometimes. And again, the last segment, we talked about the myths that your tax rate is going to be less when you retire. Well, this one throws people right up into the next bracket a lot of times. So let's say you retire and you've got your social security, you've got a pension, you've got maybe main state retirement, something like that. And all of a sudden you've got $600,000 in uh, retirement uh, monies and you've got to take a 4% requirement of distribution from. And by the way, if you're 72 years old, that percent is 3.91 to be exact, not quite four, but let's use four for an, for an example. 4% of 600 grand using that example is 24 grand. Now you have to take that 24,000, add it to your income, where whatever the, your income might be, and then pay taxes according to that bracket. And a lot of times people will get bumped to a higher bracket just because of the RMDs. Wow. So, I mean, it's something to keep, you know, again, you have to stay on top of it. Let's talk about inflation for a second. And I know nobody thinks that there is inflation, but boy, oh boy, I go to the grocery store. I mean, certain things, I'm just, my jaw drops. Well, just now, just uh, Jerome Powell, just uh, uh, last week, I guess, maybe two weeks ago, when he came out and gave his monthly speech, 
his commentary was the government is interested and the Federal Reserve is interested in trying to increase inflation because their, their target's 2%. So they actually raised their target. And so what does that tell me? They really, like the Japanese have been in stagflation for 20 or 30 years now, and the Japanese would love to get their inflation up to 3 or 4%. So now the intent of the United States is to prevent any downturn of asset values. They want to push the inflation higher. Well, that's going to hurt primarily the people on fixed incomes that haven't saved enough money, uh, retirement money. So, and getting back to my my commentary about long-term care, the the, the um, family feud, right? The top four inches yeah. on the board. Inflation and longevity is number three of that uh, reason why not to touch a principal and only take 6% of the interest every single year. Because you don't know if, you, if you're 65 today, I just sat with a, a couple of days ago, uh, come down here from Camden, a 54 and a 56 year old looking to retire in the next few years. And so I say, all right, let's, let's assume you retire by, by the time you turn 60. And if you have any longevity, you could have 35 years in front of you a lifetime. What's the cost of living going to be in 35 years? God only knows. Uh, but point point being is that's critical to, to make sure we're planning for and and laying that in in the in the model to make sure you have enough money saved for down down the road. Sure. So, do you see inflation as as be, becoming a factor again? Obviously, if they if they're trying uh, to raise it, yeah. Listen, I do a lot in the real estate market as far as rentals. Yeah. I'm not a bro- broker. I'm an advisor, financial advisor. But I can tell you right now in my in my main market, Lewiston Auburn, I've never seen in my eight nine ten years in real estate or, de- or dealing with real estate. Bidding wars on multi-unit properties. I mean, literally, there's people that are getting multi-units sold for twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars above asking price, and that to me is amazing. And that's going on all across the state of Maine. If you talk to any realtor right now, what's going on? Not just because of the low rates, but also you've got out-of-staters now, and COVID's kind of pushed this a little bit. People are getting out of New York City. People are getting out of Long Island. People are getting out of Chicago and California and coming here, um, and and just basically throwing money because it's. To them, it's cheap here compared to where they're coming from. So sure. that is really increasing inflation, particularly here in Maine. I hadn't thought about that, but I, I would guess Maine would be a destination if you're leaving New York City. And New Hampshire as well. Well, we've sure. got some radio listeners in New Hampshire. Same thing. It's a, it's a matter of, hey, you know, this is a destination to get out of those big metropolis areas and get to a safe safer zone, better quality of life, so to speak. And throw the money out there. And again, you can sell your place in California for you know a million bucks and come buy a place here for four hundred thousand and pocket six hundred thousand, you get a really nice place. And that's just what, what people are starting to do. So now it's it's creating inflation in real estate. It's it will continue to create with the printing of money, inflation in probably stocks and bonds. So it it's a factor all across the board. Well, folks, if we've piqued your interest, and I, I think we have, give us a call. And, and in fact, why don't we invite folks to call us right now, Kevin? Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 
Hey, folks, don't miss this opportunity today. It is a, a really good one to be able to sit down and understand how that financial roadmap is put together. Take the complexities and make them simple and easy to understand. Here's your chance to get a true practical financial review. 800-998-5649. The next 10 callers get that comprehensive financial review. You find out where you stand today, but more importantly, you end up with that roadmap that we talk about that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 10 callers, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. You've been planning your retirement. It's getting close. And then 2020 happened. When we come back, some tips on how to deal with an unplanned retirement. Nightmare Retirement Consultation. Yeah, no pain, no gain, right? No risk, no reward, right? We're going all risk, see? We're going to put everything you got in the market. You're going to love it. Don't walk. Run from that office and go to your future retirement partner with your best interest in mind, with a retirement plan that includes income and protection, proper distribution of your assets so you can sleep well at night. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. Celebrity Money Mistakes. The name Rockefeller is synonymous with the oil business and big money. John D. was the country's first billionaire and was considered the wealthiest American of all time and the richest person in modern history. But it didn't start that way. He was born into a large family in upstate New York and he was shaped by his conman father and religious mother. His family moved several times before eventually settling in Cleveland, Ohio, and Rockefeller became assistant bookkeeper at the age of 16 and then went into business partnership with Maurice B. Cook and Company and his brothers at the age of 20. Rockefeller formally founded the Standard Oil Company in 1870, and he ran it until 1897. As kerosene and gasoline grew in importance, Rockefeller's wealth soared as he became the richest person in the country, controlling 90% of the oil in the United States at its peak. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled in 1911 that Standard Oil must be dismantled for violation of federal antitrust laws. It was broken up into 34 separate entities that included companies that would become ExxonMobil, Chevron, and others. Individual pieces of the company were worth more than the whole, and as shares of these doubled and tripled in value in their early years, Rockefeller became the country's first billionaire with a fortune worth nearly 2% of the national economy. His peak net worth in inflation-adjusted dollars was estimated at $336 billion in 1913. America's first billionaire was one of the reasons for the creation of the estate tax, which now took 70% upon his death. His heirs still had a few bucks left, considering his estate was worth $24 billion inflation-adjusted dollars in the depths of the Great Depression. Rockefeller was also quite the philanthropist, as he was giving away millions of dollars over the course of his life, this generosity began with his first job when he was 16, when his diary shows that he donated 6% of his salary then to his church. The giving continued his entire life. He would give primarily to educational and public health causes, but also for basic science and the arts. He had health problems beginning in the 50s. 
Rockefeller ultimately died of arteriosclerosis on May 23, 1937, less than two months shy of his 98th birthday. Forbes magazine reports that the Rockefellers are still worth an estimated $11 billion today. Another reason why it's vitally important to meet with a true financial coach who listens to your goals for retirement and legacy planning and can implement a total retirement income plan, taking into account all necessary details. We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, uh, of course, has been in the business a good long while. You've got a great team around you with Frisbee and Associates. Um, FrisbeeBenefits.com is the website. I really encourage you to check that out. You guys do a great job with keeping that up to date. And, and always there's always good information there. Great information. It's a robust website. I, uh, I, I'm proud of the website. Actually, there's a lot on there. And uh, we update all kinds of things every week. Everybody that uh, has come in or called into the show um, whether you're a client or not, doesn't matter. We add you to the uh, weekly email, a market update that we send out on one Wednesdays after Wednesday afternoons, and it's just all all around great, Stephen. And I want to make a mention: um, we have added four radio stations. Uh, so if you're listening in the state of New Hampshire, we are now spread our wings uh, all up and down from Newport down to Manchester. And so welcome, uh, welcome to call us from uh, the great state of New Hampshire. And the phone number is the same. It's 800-998-5649. Get together with Kevin and the team. And this is something, you know, we t- we've been talking about it really since, uh, well, January when, you know, with, yeah, 2020. Everybody just wants this year to be over. Kiss it goodbye. Because <laughs> it has been one weird time. And unfortunately for a lot of people, they are facing retirement and they weren't anticipating it at all. Not at all. And you know what? I... I, I don't like this whole COVID thing no more than anybody else, but no. I got to tell you, we've had tremendous success in 2020 as a business because because so many people are calling up saying, I want to out of where I work. I want to <laughs> yes. get out. I've had more nurses and, and uh, uh, PAs come in here from the medical area uh, in the last uh, year. And t- how about teachers? We've had more teachers call up saying, I got to come in and meet because I need a game plan to get out of what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. um, so for us, it's been a boon. I mean, it's been been really great. And I'm glad we stayed the course and stayed uh, right here, uh, educating people, giving people what they're looking for. And now with our ramp up of seminars, we're out there in the public eye again to be able to bring information to help people finally get done. So I'm 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 uh, I'm mixed emotions about getting rid of 2020. I know most people want it gone. <laughs> Uh, and I want the COVID gone, but as far as business, it's been great for us. Well, but uh, you know, you mentioned a couple of things there. You, you mentioned teachers, and I know. I mean, I've read several stories about how the, especially the older teachers, are looking to get out. They don't want to have to deal with the classroom and all of the stuff that goes with it. You know, people will stay working longer, even if they don't have to retire, just because they like what they do. They love what they do sure, a lot of times, of and, and most teachers get get into teaching because the desire to help kids and teach kids and just, they love that, that occupation. And you know what, this whole year has taken that love away. And so if you don't love what you do, it's time to get done. Exactly. And that's the, that's a straight up answer. I don't care what you're doing. If you don't love what you do anymore, because things have changed, it's time to get out. Well, and, 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 and I'm sorry. Well, so then we, and one of the things you have to do as if to, to get out is to assess what your financial situation is and how you might be able to make that happen. So that's that's it right there. So the consultations that we advertise on on every single week's show, Steve, for, for listeners, is people to come in, have the free consultation. To it's an assessment. 
Let's figure out how we can lay out a plan. It doesn't mean you're committing to work with us. I'm making that point because it's a matter of getting a hold of where you're at. And if you have a plan already, it's a matter of getting a second opinion. I use the terminology all the time. If you're in the medical profession and you get diagnosed, God forbid, with a serious disease like a cancer, well, before I go to get treatment for for something, uh, a major diagnosis like that, I'm going to get a second opinion. And it's like, I look at retirement the same way. It's a big, big decision. And if you have the best laid out plan, I don't care who you are or what firm you're working with or not working with. It makes sense to just get a second opinion, a second set of eyes on what you got going on. It's just, it's the, you know, I don't know. It's one of those things. My wife and I talk all the time. It's like, before we make a major purchase, we sleep on it. It's the same kind of thing. If you you got to do your due diligence and then pull the trigger, because now you can have a comfort level knowing you, you, you've assessed your financial plan. You've looked at everything and now you can, you can uh, finally put in your notice and get done. Well, and especially if if it was an unplanned thing where, you know, your company either, you know, downsized or shut down completely because of all that's going on, eh, totally out of your control. But the good news is if you've been a pretty good saver, you can help us sort of get through that and get to that next stage. And you know what? It's been a blessing in disguise for some people because now they may have been, may have been hanging on and really didn't have the desire to be there anymore, whatever they were doing for mm-hmm. work. And finally, they pushed out. And kind of now, it's kind of taken some pressure off some of these people. Now we have conversation with people, and they come in and say, hey, you know, I'm kind of relieved that they forced me out because I didn't want to make that decision by myself. And now they're out there, um, maybe working, maybe not, but looking for something part-time if they decide they want to still work. Some people I've had these conversations with have enough saved up that they don't really have to or want to go back to work. And even if you have the means, sometimes it's just a matter of staying busy. And But but now I've heard stories of people spending more time with grandkids um, as much as they can, as long as they're local, not traveling any, sure. you know, it, as much right now. And that's going to change, obviously, soon. Um, so th- there's a lot of benefit to getting done finally. And, and now you have a little bit more peace of mind and say, I can, I can do it, what I want to do with my time. One of the things we talk about often, Kevin, is lifestyle and you know, this whole COVID thing and, and early retirement could, you know, impact that lifestyle. But that's why we have to have that plan in place to make sure we can make adjustments to keep the lifestyle that we want. It's a it's a delicate balance. There's no question. It's all COVID aside, it's always a delicate balance to maintain lifestyle. And, and so you, you're using the term that I use all the time with people. One of the main goals as a retiree or pre-retiree is maintain lifestyle through retirement. Now, that could be different for everybody. I don't, you know, somebody could be going camping and fishing in Moosehead, and that's their lifestyle, and that's what they want to continue to do. It's not very expensive to do that kind of stuff. Somebody might want to travel around the world and do, you know, four cruises a year. Maybe, you know, obviously not now, but after COVID. So that kind of lifestyle takes more money. So, but the point is, I don't care what your lifestyle desire is, maintaining and not cutting back, not... You know, the people that come in and I, I, I chuckle when I hear this and I hear it often, believe it or not, Kev, I don't want to eat cat food when I, when I, when I retire, you know, yes. when I, when I get older in my life, I don't know where that ever come from, Steve. I, did anybody ever say I'm going to eat cat food when I, I get older? So. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But, but, but somebody had to say that somewhere because it's, you know, it's out there and people, people bring that up. And I'm like, no, let's, let's use that as a worst case scenario. Let's keep you away from eating cat food let's. And, 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 and maintain whatever you want to do. It, within a relative means, obviously, you have to maintain your lifestyle within the means that you've created for yourself. And if you if you have to make a new plan, uh, you know, there, you may have a plan in place. But the beauty is, you sit down with with you, Kevin, and 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 your team, and you can make a new plan from the existing plan. And I think making a new plan and uh, maybe adjusting, maybe not making a new plan, but okay. adjusting ongoing is the key there. And and yes, it's it's when people come in for reviews. 
my clients are leaning on us to sit there, sit down in a review and say, are we, how are we doing? Are we, are we still on track? That's, that's what I hear all the time. Are we still on track? And we go through the depths of some of the points of the retirement plan that we've laid out for them and then confirm with data, confirm with numbers that they're still on track. And then they go back and six months later, we circle back around. To me, if I was a client coming in and having that confirmation every six months, and then no, besides that, knowing that they can text me and email me and call me if they have concerns or questions in the meantime, that's a, a lot of peace of mind. And I don't mind my clients calling, texting and emailing me because I tell my clients, I am your resource. I want to be your resource. I've got the team of professionals around me to be your resource, but make me your point person and call me if you've got a problem. Email and text me if you've got a problem. I get my, my personal cell phone. I get text messages all the time from clients. I'm okay with that because I can respond when I have yeah, a free moment. And that's really what's so important, folks, and, and uh, that the fact that you and the team are there no matter what, and uh, you can help us, <laughs> again, just with the, I mean, I think sometimes we just need that that reassurance from from you, because like, you know, oh my gosh, I, is, you know, is the world going to end? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, you know, you take politics coming up and an election coming up and, you know, it's important who wins because of tax policy. That's really the biggest thing on the ballot. But all the other stuff, the, the social stuff, that's important as well, obviously. But the markets are the markets and the markets see through a lot of these things. We've lived through other presidential cycles and we've survived, Steve, right? I mean, right. that's just how it is. So well, I don't yeah. see an issue. <laughs> yeah. You think about it. I mean, it's not, it's the media blows it up more than it should be. It's a big big thing that the media likes to to generate viewers. And that's really where we're in right now until mid-November. And you're going to see a lot of these political ads go away. And then we get back to a somewhat normal life. Well, and I was, I was, we were talking before the show and I'm putting together, uh, you know, some information and, and a segment on the election and, and impacts. And, and one of the, the takeaways is that uh, treating this event like any other event and uh, not necessarily listen to all of the headlines because, you know, they're talking gloom and doom 24-7, it seems. Yeah. And, and does that mean you shouldn't reshuffle and readjust some of the risk in your portfolio until November 3rd? No. I think it's prudent to to take a step back and take a deep breath and and maybe set some some monies or some of your portfolios in a more conservative position for now and then proceed according to however the election hopefully it's not a contested election however that all pans out after that we know the the policies upcoming we know kind of the direction of what we can expect and we can start to move our investments accordingly sure. so it's again it's it's a matter of taking a little bit of risk off the table or or maybe readjust some of the risk and take a step back and a deep breath and and wait and see what happens i like that folks if it's time that you do that and uh, sit down with kevin and really map it out now's the time to make that call great idea steve for the next 10 callers who will call in today we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 
Hey, folks, don't miss this opportunity to come on in, sit down, put a financial roadmap together. Kevin and his team are there for you. Like he said, I mean, he's there for you, a text, an email away, and they can help take a lot of complex financial world, smooth it out, make it easy to understand. And if you need a second opinion, and really you should get one regardless, now is the time to take advantage of that with a true practical financial review. It starts with that phone call to 800-998-5649. The next 10 callers get the comprehensive financial review plus all the extras that Kevin just talked about, the portfolio MRI, the social security analysis, all no cost, no obligation to have that done. And it's just make that phone call, 800-998-5649. You will then have a roadmap that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. When we come back, we'll highlight some of the most asked questions this week. Such a blow to investors. Do it right now. It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're worried, unsure, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800 998 5649. Again, that's 800 998 5649. Celebrity Success Stories. People know this gentleman because of his iconic white suit and bow tie. Of course, we're talking about Colonel Harlan Sanders, who was the founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yet the zany Sanders got off to a rocky start in life. In fact, it wasn't until the age of 62 that he set out with a $105 Social Security check in hand to pitch his chicken recipe to restaurants. 1,009 folks told him he was crazy, but he did not give up. Sanders worked many jobs, including becoming a fireman, a tire salesman, insurance salesman, and of course, a cook. He brewed up his secret chicken recipe between 1939 and 1940 when he figured out how to pressure fry the chicken in a faster and more consistent product became available. He was 50 years old when that happened, However, it wasn't until 1952 that he hit the road and began trying to sell his franchise model chicken restaurant. The first restaurant that he landed was based out of Salt Lake City, Utah, which became the first Kentucky Fried Chicken. The restaurant tripled its sales within a year, where 75% of that revenue was from the Colonel's chicken recipe. The company grew and expanded faster and faster than he could have ever imagined, and in 1964, at the age of 74, Sanders sold the company for $2 million to a group of investors led by Jack C. Massey and John Y. Brown, Jr. He retained the rights to the Canadian franchises and stayed on as a salaried goodwill ambassador for the company. Colonel Harlan Sanders of Kentucky Fried Chicken fame. Failing at one, failing at two, failing at three opportunities, but then becoming an American success story.
everybody. We're back on Financial Safari, segment four already. Holy cow, these shows go by quickly. Uh, I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, Kevin Frisbee here, uh, as always, president of Frisbee and Associates, and uh, so much more. You know, Kevin, I meant to bring this up to you before when you brought it up, uh, but your seminars are back at Frisbee and Associates. Yes, seminars are back. And I want to make a, uh, just a point before I talk about seminar dates and locations, uh, piggybacking on the last segment, because sure. I didn't want to end in a negative, meaning, you know, maybe take a step back with your market uh, accounts and that kind of thing. I want to make a point that providing politics stays as they are right now, we anticipate a robust stock market in 21 and 22 for the next two years. And I think there's going to be some great returns. So my point there is also after the election goes past us, now looking at an advisor like Frisbee and Associates to reallocate you to take advantage of that uh, robust, what we think is going to be for the markets for 21 and 22. So there's a positive spin to this that sure. uh, it's not gloom and doom at all. It's, hey, how do we position you to take advantage of that what we think is going to be a big swing up for the next two years. I love the optimism. <laughs> so let's yeah. let's talk uh, let's talk workshops and and um, the seminar. I, I love the fact that you're back doing seminars in person. Me too, man. <laughs> yeah. I missed it, and we had a great uh, response uh, at Hilton Garden Inn. So now, upcoming dates, I'm going to give out right now. So we have an asset preservation workshop in person, also at the Hilton Garden Inn on September 22nd from 10 a.m. until noontime. We have a virtual asset preservation workshop scheduled for September 30th, 10 a.m. until noontime. We actually could uh, move that time around. So if you're working during the day and you want to be active in that asset preservation workshop, being a virtual, we can actually get you a link um, that could be uh, good for after hours. So call and register for that if you'd like. We have a an asset preservation workshop October 15th in Brewer, Maine, uh, also from 10 a.m. until noontime. That's going to be in person. And we have the virtual asset preservation workshop on 1021. And then we are back at Jeff's Catering on 1027 with a retirement income planning workshop. 1027 is going to be from 6 to 7.15 p.m. All right, boy, that's that's great. And and the, the response you said has been great. People are coming in and, and uh, boy, I just think there's a certain amount of relief to be able to, you know, do that and, and just go out and enjoy it. It, it, there is. I think people are sick and tired of staying at home and being oh, okay. told what to do. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the basis of it. I, I, yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Let's jump into a few questions here while we have some time. Uh, we start with Sheila in Old Town. She says, I have most of my money in a traditional IRA. I'm 66 years old, still working. Is it better to convert to a Roth and invest? And am I able to transfer the stocks in the traditional IRA or do I have to sell them? Thanks for writing in, Sheila. Um most of your money being in an IRA, a traditional IRA, it's movable and rollable without any tax consequences. The whole piece of your question about is it better to convert to a Roth IRA and invest, it depends on your income level because you're still working. So, And then the the question you have about individual stocks in a traditional IRA, you don't necessarily have to sell them. I have a lot of people that come over, Steve, and become clients that have stocks in their portfolio that they don't want to sell, whatever stock, Apple, uh, you know, name the company, doesn't matter. Right. But you can move to us and keep that that stock set aside. Oh, yeah. So, so just keep the stock the way it, where it is. Well, they can move it to us, but move keep it. the stock as a, as a stock, so okay. they don't have to All sell. Right. All right, cool. That's great. 800-998-5649, Sheila, if you'd like to sit down with Kevin and the team. Uh, Dick is in Brunswick. He says, I'm 55 years old. I've been with the same company for about 15 years. I've always had a 401k, take advantage of the match. Well, now the company is offering a Roth 401k. Should I be contributing to it as well? Are there any disadvantages? Yeah, the answer is probably, Dick, uh, you know, you're only 55 years old, and by doing a Roth 401k contribution, you're going to be putting that money in tax-free. You have to obviously pay taxes on it as it is first before you put it into the Roth, but 
all that money comes out tax-free on the other side. And I guess it depends on what try, what kind of tax break you are trying to get. As I said earlier in today's show, if you've got a, a nominal tax rate of 12% federal and you're never going to be out of that 12% federal bracket unless they change the tax rates, um, you're probably better off to put more money in the Roth 401k. All right. Fair enough. 800-998-5649. Let's uh, move on to James. Uh, James says, I'm retiring at 62, but my pension won't start until I'm 65. I prefer to wait and start my Social Security when I'm older, but should I think about starting it earlier to avoid having to pull so much from other investments until my pension kicks in? Wow, this looks like the uh, exactly the kind of puzzle you like, Kevin. Yeah, it definitely is. This is a great question. And this is the thing. If there's a lot of dynamics when it comes to when do you pick Social Security. James, you didn't write if you had a spouse or not. And so that's going to be a factor here. Um, you're retiring. So 62 is, uh, if you're not going to have earnings, you can potentially collect your Social Security at 62. I'm not usually a fan of of waiting to collect Social Security and using a, a, a big amount of your retirement monies. I'm usually looking at a, a kind of a balance, a mix of when to start collecting Social Security. The other thing to look at, James, is this. You have to live past about 78 or 79 years old for it to make sense to wait. So if you come in and told me, hey, you know, I don't have longevity in my family. I, I don't know how long I'm going to live. We're probably going to recommend to take Social Security earlier based on what you just told me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, so again, that's that just goes to, you know, to your point, every situation is different. And and the, the beauty of what you do at Frisbee and Associates is you give us the options. I mean, you lay out, here, here you go, this, this, or this. Yeah, I just had a, a young couple in here. I've had a lot of 50-year-olds in here recently trying to get their, their ducks in a row. And this couple, 54 and 56, and, and asking me the same question. Hey, you know, we have all this money saved. Um, we don't have any pensions. What do you think about collecting Social Security earlier versus not? And we, I laid out the same scenario. I said, listen, you both have to live as a married couple past 79 for it to make sense to wait. You've got enough money saved that it's a coin flip, really. If if they didn't have a lot of money saved, I'd say you have to wait to take Social Security. But the fact that they had had, they come in with you know over $2 million saved up, to me, that's enough money where it won't make any difference on either side, whether it makes whether you wait to take Social Security or not. Nice. That's, uh, I mean, again, yeah, great question. And uh, let's see, Christopher is in Wyndham. And uh, again, how does a Roth grow over time? <clears throat> Good question. So a Roth IRA grows over time. You put money in with after-tax money, and then that money grows, whatever investment you decide to tie that to, and it grows tax-deferred because it's within an IRA, a Roth IRA chassis, but it also grows tax-free. So assuming you have it at least five years in place and you're, you're older than 59 and a half, 100% of that money comes out tax-free. All right. So boy, that's, it's just that simple. It really is just that simple. It's a matter of how old are you first? What are you trying to do? And if you have a long time in front of you, a, a Roth IRA, I think, makes a lot of sense for a lot of people. So this is a little diversion here, but ideally, if if you're if you haven't put a plan together yet, and and you're you know you've been a good saver, let's say your early fifties, is that enough time to really cement a plan, if you will? It is. I, I just had another review with a client in here, both retired. Um, I think he's about 68, 69 years old. She's going to be 70 this year. And we're having a Roth conversion conversation. Well, you would think somebody close to 70 years old wouldn't be concerned with a Roth <laughs> right. at all. But, but but my conversation, and he brought it up because he's heard me on the radio a lot of times. And I bring it up in, in client appointments anyway, saying, hey, you've got 42000 They get a household income of about 75000 You get about $40,000 $40, you can convert to a Roth IRA and be in a nominal 12% federal bracket. 
Yes, you have to have the bite of paying that tax this year, but we can convert to the Roth and, and forever never be taxed on what that money grows to, including the gains. So it, it's it's a sensible conversation because the tax rates, all of us believe that, you know, anybody with any money believes the tax rates are going to, going to go higher, like we talked about earlier in today's show. Sure. And if that's the case, he's smart to do that right now with as much as he can at the nominal 12% federal bracket uh, rate. That's remarkable. 800-998-5649. we got time for one more quick one. Gary is in Ellsworth. He says, I'm the guy that never opens his investment account statements because I'm scared to look because I don't really know what I'm looking at anyway. How do you help a guy like me? <laughs> Good question. And I find this often enough, uh, believe it or not. And, and it's unfortunate that I hear people say that. But if you like, like that, uh, and Gary, thanks for writing in. The best thing is we almost kind of force people to pay attention to their accounts. We actually have a an email uh, software system that we send an email out to every client on, on Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock indicating how the accounts did for the week. So instead of you getting your statement, Gary, once a month or once a quarter and being surprised or scared to look at it, we're going to update you every single week in an email indicating how your account did. And so we're going to try to keep that in front of you and educate you as, as we go. Does it make sense to uh, essentially, yes, I understand the statements are important, but do you find that your clients are looking at the plan more than they're looking at their statements? Yeah, both. It's a mix. And I is think it, it should okay. be a mix. Yep. So the plan is important, but the, obviously the investments have to be performing to, to make that plan work sure. uh, correctly. So. Uh, again, there's a two part of there, Steve, and and we we're ro very robust in our approach with our clients, getting that out there in front of them every single Sunday afternoon, as well as a market update email on Wednesdays. Um, so by by having those two touches every single week, clients are paying. We're not forcing clients, but we're right there in front of them every a couple times, uh, just so they're not they're paying attention to what's going on. See, I think you might even be able to convince my wife on that one because she's one of those who just doesn't care. You know what I mean? Doesn't want to look. I make her look. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, you should. I mean, you don't want to be an ostrich and you're, you know, your head in the sand. You want to pay attention to what's going on. Those people that aren't paying attention are the ones that can get hurt most. Sure. Well, folks, if you don't want to get hurt, do you want to have a conversation? You want to help? So have some help putting a plan together. Now'd be the time to call Kevin. In fact, this is the last opportunity today. For the next ten callers who will call in today. We're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, don't miss this opportunity. It's it, it's a good one to be able to sit down with Kevin and his team and, and put together that financial roadmap and, and take a lot of that complex financial world, turn it into something that becomes clear, easy to understand, something you will want to look at on a regular basis. Here's your chance to get a true practical financial review, 800-998-5649. You heard Kevin, the next 10 callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review. You find out where you are today, but most importantly, yes, you end up with that roadmap that's going to help get you to where you need to be. 
800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, a great show and, and my favorite hour of the week is right here. It flies by every week, Steve. And uh, anybody that's listening is calling into today's show. Expect a call back within an hour of the show ending. It's going to be somebody here at Frisbee & Associates wanting to talk with you. Sounds great to me. Thanks for listening, everybody. We do hope you found the information we presented today helpful. Let's get together again next week right here. And we will have more topics, more, more questions, and so much more great information on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.